0: Thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done. I'm asking the church to lift up their voices right now to pray. Come on, I'm asking the church to lift up their voices and to help me pray right now. Lord, I love you, Jesus. I worship your name.
1: Lord, I exalt you today, Lord. Kingdom come. We want Your will to be done in this place today, Lord. We worship You. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah!
0: Hallelujah! We're gonna pray one more time, but as we pray this next time. I like everybody to reach a cross where you are, find somebody to pray with. We're going to join hands, and we're going to pray. We don't do this every service, but I want everybody to find somebody to pray with. The men with the men, women with the women, unless it's your spouse. Amen. I want us to unite in prayer this morning. And I want us to touch and agree like the Bible says. Hallelujah. Sister Jean, I want you to pray. I want nobody's off on the excuse. Day. Join up the sister media. Let's pray. Come on. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we're praying right now. of the just love come on tell him how much you love him right now come on could you do that for a moment just tell Time, let's just lift up our hands and let's just love him for a few moments.
1: Jesus, I love you
0: tonight. Jesus, we love you. All.
1: Oh, yes. we love you, Lord. Oh, let we let your presence
0: me. be known. Let your presence be known, Lord. Lord, we love you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let your presence be known. Hallelujah,
1: hallelujah, hallelujah. We call the name of the God Almighty, who we worship, who we glorify, who we love.
0: Who we want and who we need. La For you are our
1: strength and our rock.
0: Jesus. Jesus. You are our
1: love. Lord. You are our heart's desire. You are all and everything. Yes, Lord. Let your presence be known Jesus is the sweetest day Yes. Yeah. the congregation is here today
0: Jesus is in this
1: place
0: Holy Ghost have your way in this place Holy Ghost have your way in this place Holy Ghost have your way Holy way. Holy Holy Ghost have your
1: way Holy Ghost, fall right now. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you.
1: Amen. God
0: bless you. you. Can be seated today. Amen. Thank you for being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Without God's presence, we're nothing. That's right. But brother Josh, with his presence, that's a whole other story. With his presence. Amen. It's a whole different ballgame. Right. Amen. We read in the book of Matthew, chapter number six, several verses. And in we paid uh, we paid particular attention to verse number ten that says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It's already done in heaven. But God wants us to pray so that we can bring what is that pattern, that perfect pattern that is in heaven down to where we are. The Young's literal translation of the Bible records this particular verse of scripture and it says, Thy reign come, that's R-E-I-G-N, the rain, as in the reign of a king. Thy reign come. Thy will come to pass. As in heaven. Also in earth. As it is in heaven. Let it also be in earth. And thy kingdom come. The word kingdom here. Is translated the reign of a king. uh, The reign of a king. The petition here is the expression of a wish. Or a prayer that God would reign everywhere, as in the kingdom of God, as it comes Praise to a person's life. The king. There is no area in a kingdom where the king does not have complete control over. There is no area of a person's life uh, for which the king does not uh, is not able to assert uh, to assert, uh, and to uh, assert his authority in that land. And when we are living our lives and and our church is going forward and and your family is going in a direction in which the King is in control and we're living the kingdom of God in our lives and His kingdom has come into our world, then there should uh, also be no area of our lives with which the King of kings and the Lord of lords cannot assert His authority in our lives. Amen. If truly His kingdom has come into our world and God is reigning as king and as a, as a ruler supreme over all the land, then there is no area with which and the Word of God does not cover how I am to live and how I am to behave and how I am to dress and how I am to talk and how I am to conduct myself. The laws of that king. Uh, throughout the kingdom must be obeyed if he's the king over our lives. And uh, especially that the gospel of Christ, that the gospel of Jesus Christ would be advanced throughout this world until all the world shall be filled with his glory. That is the will of God for this world and for our lives and for your family is that the gospel would come into our lives and that through our lives our lives has been a microcosm a a small example of something larger that god wants to do and so the kingdom of heaven comes into a person's life at an apostolic pentecostal altar of repentance and a person comes to this place amen they lift up their hands and god begins to could be done in their lives the will of God in this particular verse of scripture thy kingdom come thy will be done amen the kingdom coming and the will of God uh, being accomplished in a person's life are inextricably connected one to the other the kingdom coming to a person's life and that person Doing the perfect will of God. Amen. They're inextricably connected. Amen. So you can be here to, on this morning. And if the king of kings is not reigning over your life. And if he's not reigning supreme. And if there's still areas with which you haven't given yourselves to obey the laws of God. Amen. I'm going to tell you today that it's possible. And it's probably very likely that you find yourself out of the will of God. But if you're here today and you're saying, God, I want you to reign supreme. I want your kingdom to come. And I'm going to live my life in accordance with the laws of God and the commands of this book. Then more than likely, amen, a person that lives their life like that, amen, will find themselves doing the will. God, Doing the will of God. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21. The very next chapter of which we read chapter 6. Says not everyone that saith unto me Lord, Lord. Shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But what? He that doeth the will. He that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Amen. You can't get into the kingdom. Amen. Except that you're also doing the will of God. And I want to tell you, I don't know about you, but for me in my house, I want to do the perfect will of God. I don't ever want there to be a time in my life where I find myself, amen, detached from the will of God. And just kind of being this renegade. But I want to be in the perfect will of God. Because I'm going to tell you, friend, if I can be in God's perfect will, amen. Then no matter what comes against me, all of hell could come against me. But I know because I'm doing God's will that everything, everything, every area of my life, He's going to provide for me. He's going to make a way for me. He's going to come through for me. Amen. I could be going. I could be facing the darkness of nights. I could be dealing with with all sorts of sickness, financial troubles, and relationship problems. But if if I'm doing God's perfect will, if I'm letting Him reign over my life, then I know at the very end it's going to work out. At the very end it's all going to work out. That the people, the people of God, should be holy. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. God wants a holy people yes. Yes. that are called and uh, that are set apart, that are yes. that are not like the world, uh, and there should be a distinguishing oh. mark uh, of the people of God even in this place today. Amen. I believe that the hand of God's upon uh, amen, this church today, yes. and yes. I believe that the world can look uh, at your life, yes. and your family, and see there's something about your life, amen, amen. Because you've got the Spirit of God exuded from your countenance. Yes.
1: yes.
0: Hallelujah, yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah! 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 To do His will.
1: That's right.
0: God. To do His will is to do that which is acceptable to Him yes. and what He desires. To do the will of God, you say. What What does that mean? To do the will of God. It's to do that which is acceptable in God's sight. I want a, I want Him to accept me. I want Him to be pleased with my life. I want Him to be happy with my life. I want I want the Lord to look down upon my life one day, brother Nathan, in the pearly gates, and say, "Well done, you did good. You ran a good race. You fought a good fight." Amen. Come on in. This everything's prepared for you. The banquet hall's ready. I want to do his will. The acceptance of God's manifestation of himself. Leads to the establishment of his realm. And this to the realization of his will. Which until then is only ideal. God wants his will to be accomplished in this world. It's the will of God. For all mankind to hear the gospel preached. In fact, the Bible says that this gospel shall be preached in all the world. And then shall the end come. This gospel shall be preached in all of the world. And then shall the end come. Amen. A lot of times we think that uh, this gospel being preached throughout all the world is uh, looks like a pulpit that's in every area of this world, but oftentimes, times when it comes down to it, it is a family, it is an individual, amen, that their life is preaching, amen, to the world around them, and others see your life, and they say, man, why don't you touch like me? Why don't you drink like me? Why don't you do the things like I do? And why don't you have no problems on like your life is preaching, it's preaching, it's preaching the gospel. And when you and I step out on the proverbial limb, and we say, Let me tell you about Jesus, let me tell you about the Lord of hell, the Lord of Lords, the God of heaven, let me tell you what he's done in my life, and let me tell you what God's done for you and what he's done for me. The gospel is preached throughout the land a little bit more. And then the eyes of the people are opened. That's the will of God for this people to proclaim his message. It's his will. First or Colossians chapter one and some verses there. Uh, begin to make uh, uh, light of the situation, not light of the situation, but they begin to shed light on a situation that we still deal with today. And they, it goes like this. Uh, for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. It's, it was the desire of the writer of Colossians That his desire was uh, that the people might have the knowledge of the will of God. They might know about the will of God and what was God's will for the young. And it's my desire as the pastor of this church that you and your family and those in this place today, you can get to a place of prayer where you can discover God's will for your life. You can get to a place of of reading the Word of God and listening to teachings and preaching. And you can say, I know God's real in my life. I'm not wandering aimlessly through life. I'm not doing that proverbial groping in the darkness trying to figure it out and find my way. But the light's been shined upon my path. And I know the way that I'm to go. I know the way that I'm to go. He says that they would be filled with the knowledge of his will and wisdom and understanding and that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. He talks about the doing, having a knowledge of the will of God, but then he begins to elaborate what that looks like in a person's life. Because a lot of times we uh, we can stop at the very uh, simple desire to do the will of God. I want to do His will, Sister Kim. I want to do His will. I want to do God's will. And then God begins to say, "Okay, I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to I'm going to kind of make it plain for you that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing." It's not, uh, it's not even enough just to say, I want to do His will. We we've got to start there with our desires. Our hearts begin to be altered in the altar. I like that from last time. <laughs> if we can get to an altar, God can alter our lives. And God can alter our situations. But when we leave this place and, and when the court chowder balls run dry, and all the nice fresh bread is out, and the drink container's empty. And we and we talk to her. we can't talk. To the Lord, we fellowship long enough, and we go out of this place that you might walk worthy. Amen. That you might walk worthy of the Lord. Unto all pleasing. Yeah, it is God's will God, yeah. that you and I live holy yeah. Yeah. when we're not here. Yeah. It's God's will that you and I, amen, we live with the life of integrity and we live a life pleasing before the Lord. Not questionable things that are going on behind the curtain, but worthy of the Lord. And the, the writer continues being fruitful in every good work. It is God's will for this church to be fruitful. Amen. To multiply. To multiply. It's God's will for this church to grow, for, for us to reach somebody. It's God's will for this church to expand, to enlarge. It's God's will, amen, for this building, this room, that rent to eventually get to the point where we can't contain, amen, what God's doing here. We've got to tear out walls. It's God's will. It's God's will. It's God's will. It's God's will. And it is God's will that we be fruitful personally, and there be things in our lives that as we come to church week after week and we're hearing about the Lord, and God speaks to us and says, Hey, you got a talent, Brother Nathan. You say, Yeah? You. Say, okay, God, I'm gonna play the drums. I'm gonna play with all my heart. And God comes and speaks to somebody else and says, Hey, you got an ability. Be fruitful. Don't, don't let me come back and find you with the same talent but could it be that along the, the road along the, the road of living for God God find, comes back uh, uh, to where we are and God says, well wait a minute you've really utilized all those talents for the Paul I'm going to give you some more you you turned the, the two talents into four talents how'd you do that? that was incredible here's some four more. And we're fruitful and God's blessing us. If God's given you the ability to talk to people. And you say, well, I may not be able to sing. I can't play the drums. I can't be a big type I don't make a lot of money, but I love to talk. Praise God. You can be a soul winner. Amen. Amen. You can win souls. And you can be fruitful in the thing that God has given you. His will that we be fruitful in every good work. And here we go. Increasing in the knowledge of God. Increasing in the knowledge of God. That is why we have as of January 1st this year, we've been blessed with Brother Walmer every Sunday morning teaching the, the Word of God. Going deeper. Going yeah. deeper into the nature, the different natures Hallelujah. of being and, and about prayer and soon about other things. Yeah. And we're going deeper. Hallelujah. We're going deeper. And we're going to we're going to finish up this year in a few in a few more months. It's going to fly by that quickly. And we're going to have a deeper knowledge about prayer yeah. and about the flesh Hallelujah. and about the spirit. And how we overcome the flesh Hallelujah. and the spirit. And all of these things are going to be going to come into play in our lives you're doing his will. You don't have to ask yourself, is it God's will for me to be in church on Sunday morning at 10:30? Yes, it's his will. So therefore, amen, You can you can come to the conclusion: if it is God's will that I be in church every Sunday morning, then it is not God's will for me not to be here.
1: Right. Yes.
0: Hallelujah. It is His will that i be in church every Sunday morning. Therefore, it's not God's will. It's not God's will. It's not God's will for me not to be here. I've got to be in the house of God. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you honor. Hallelujah. If it's if it's his if it is his will for you to be fruitful in every good work, the Bible says, then it is not God's will for you not to be fruitful. It's not God's will for you to sit year after year and never bear forth fruit. Someone comes and they, they visit. 2008, 2019. 2019, yeah. And they come back in 2000, at the Lord tarries, 2025, and they say, man, that person's still doing the exact same thing. That's wonderful that they haven't moved, but what's? I don't see any growth. I've got it. We've got to see growth. We've got to see fruits. I had something interesting happen to me, Brother Walton last year I I, uh, I got a little bonus and I been wanting to plant some trees and some bushes and shrubs in my backyard and make it look pretty so I set out to the nursery and I was looking around and making my selections which trees I wanted and I, I the Japanese maples are beautiful beautiful trees and uh, I got some boxwood pom-poms, you may not know what that is but they're little green rounded, shrubs different bulbs kind of popping out and then i picked up a, a lemon tree and i picked up a peach tree the peach tree was beautiful brother mcgill had those really hot peak blooms on them I said man that's gorgeous i'll see that every year year after year uh you know i'll just be able to sit there and enjoy it and you know tell people about my garden and so forth and then i had a uh, i have an avocado tree that i planted but uh this Somehow, I don't know if it's a disease that got the hold of my peach tree or maybe just my lack of experience with agriculture, but I may have watered it too much. or you know, I think a lot of people, they try to blend the nursery. So, well, you gave me a disease tree. But probably more than likely, you just didn't take care of it, right? Because it was going good before I got it. <laughs> so the peach tree, I held on to Brother Miguel, I promise, as long as I could. The peach tree, it looked like it went dormant. And we all think, well, that's kind of normal. It goes dormant uh, through the winter season. It doesn't look like there's life. And, and uh, you know, we turned the corner on spring here like a week or two ago, a week and a half ago, March the 20th. And I'm driving around the town. I'm going to different Costco's and different stores. And I'm seeing all the beautiful peach trees blooming. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, they told me mine was a late bloomer, so maybe I'm Okay. <laughs> So I held on to hope for as long as I could, but when everybody else's tree started blooming and those hot pink buds started coming out and, and, and you know, you see the little peach balls starting up, you know, blooming and, and the fruits on the tree and, and so forth. And you're look, and I came home to my garden and I see, man, I might be naive um, just a little bit because I still hold on to hope. So finally I... Uh, Like a week ago, I went to the the tree and I I grabbed it by the trunk of the tree. It had been planted for a year, so it should be pretty solid. I grabbed it by the trunk and I kind of was trying to shake it. And the thing wiggled really, really easily. And I was like, well, I wonder if I give a little tug and it came out with no problem. The tree was dead. It had been dead for a long time, probably. Here I am praying, oh Lord, help my peach tree. But I'm going to tell you something. I did not tolerate, I'm not going to tolerate a dead tree in my yard. I can be full of hope and, you know, hope and change and all this good stuff. Right. Man, that thing's going to come to life. Yeah. If that tree's dead, the only thing you can do is pluck it up by the roots
1: right.
0: and throw it away. You and I, we won't tolerate fruitlessness. If you got a plant in your front yard and this thing is dead and looks like it got fried, you know, on a 120 degree summer day in the San Joaquin Valley, you're not going to leave that there so somebody can come and say, "Man, looks like your flowers are dying." Yeah, I know, but you know, maybe they'll come back. We don't tolerate that stuff.
1: Right.
0: It's God's will for us to be fruitful. Yes. God designed us to be fruitful, yes. to multiply if we're doing His will. being fruitful in every good work and increasing in knowledge, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power according or unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Is the other this is Jude. who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. And hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Again, the Young's literal translation of the Bible (laughs) says this scripture like this. Who did rescue us out of the authority of the darkness. He did rescue us out of the authority of the darkness. And did translate us into the rain. That's R-E-I-G-N into the reign of the Son of His love and to translate us into His reign. Amen. God has rescued many of us out of the authority of the darkness. He said the the darkness has no authority over your life. God broke the chains. God broke the hold that sin has over our lives. But you and I, we've got to come to the point where we say, now I'm going to walk out of darkness. I'm going to walk away from the old life and I'm going to live in of life. I'm going to live in the light as he is in the light. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I want to do God's will. So therefore it is God's will. It is God's will that this Out of here, amen. Bound with the old struggles, bound with the old chains, bound with the old vices, bound with the old addictions. But it's God's will that you live in newness of life. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God, we worship you. We give you glory and honor. It's His will. It's His will. It's His will that you and I don't live. We don't stay the way that He found us. I'm going to go forward in Him. I'm going to go forward in Him. And I conclude with this. Oftentimes the kingdom of God, how it comes into our world. Amen. How the kingdom of God comes into our world. Is in such sometimes a violent manner. Dr. Nathaniel Wilson describes it as such. The kingdom presently comes into the affairs of men. By entrance into an individual's heart. In a spiritually salvific way. Amen. God's kingdom comes into the affairs of men. By entrance first into a man's heart. Or a woman's heart and god says if i can get into your heart i can begin to make the changes that are necessary that my kingdom would reign over your life and the kingdom of god amen comes into an individual's life and as we alluded to before amen it is it is in the to the present it uh, as it comes into each person's heart each individual conversion becomes a microcosmic sign to the present world of how the kingdom of god will eventually arrive in its macrocosmic coming yes. Amen. as he comes into a person's life as he did my father years ago and then it began to change everything and it brought it put a glow upon his face it brought order from into the, the chaos yes. it brought order yes. right. where once previously there was chaos It brought healing to damaged emotions. It helped them to make the right financial decisions because God was reigning in his life. There is direct outflow of God's kingdom coming to a person's life. And that microcosm of the individual's life is the macrocosm of how God's going to come into this world. And God's going to radically bring change. And God's going to disrupt the governments of this world. Just like when you came to an altar. And God disrupted everything in your life. And God turned everything around. Amen. When God comes back. Amen. It's going to come like He did through your life. And He's going to change everything. Hallelujah. 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 God wants our lives to be an example to the world around us. Matthew chapter 11, verse number 12 says, The kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. This captures the spiritual formation moment of an individual. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. And this taking it by force phrase is representative of the spiritually violent nature of. Of humanity as it presses its way into the kingdom. It is a violation of the norms and the expectations of this world. Coming to God requires a violent side of the human being where they press their way in, Leah. And they say, I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to make it. I'm going to put aside the relationship. Put aside entangling. Can I cannot touch him. It takes desire. It takes hunger. It takes determination. It takes overmastering desire. It says, I'm going to touch him. I'm going to touch him. The woman with the issue of blood pressed her way in. She pressed her way in. She realized the principle of this. In the Lord's words, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence taken by force. She pressed her way in. She didn't stop.
1: When everybody told her
0: stop, she kept going. It will upset things in your life. It's nothing to be fearful about though. Some people say, you know what? I can't do that. I'm afraid of all the repercussions. Not looking at all of the potential blessings that come along. With pressing in. Living for God. All we can see is like we preached last week. Lot's life. All Lot's life could see. Was the old life. Her past. All the possessions. She couldn't see when I get to that mountain top. If I if I if I go that the right way, I'm going to be closer to Jesus. I'm going to have those around me that I that I do love and care about, and God's going to deliver me, and I'll have a testimony. We've got to forget the past. the The writer, of the Apostle Paul, says, "Forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth into those things that are before. I what? I press." Toward the mark for the prize of the high call of God. You say, well, I, I don't know about this pressing. Sometimes that pressing, well, that pressing always takes pressure. It requires pressure. To have to press toward a mark means that there's going to be people and things, situations that come up in your life. Could you stand up, Dad? Stand up, please. I want you to, I'm going to push towards you. You push against me, okay? There, this is pressure. I'm trying to go that direction. He's trying to come against me. But that's what the Bible says. It's pressing. There's going to be something or somebody that comes in your life and they push in the opposite direction. You say, man, why does it have to be this difficult sometimes? Because that's how the kingdom of God comes. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says that fools, fools do not care for Stand to our feet. Everybody in this house, if you're able to, I'm asking you to stand to your feet.
1: Praise God.
0: God's kingdom wants to come to this church. In other words, God wants to reign supreme in this church in your family, in your life. If you want God to be king of your life, if you want his kingdom to come in your life, I want you to come to this front altar and just stand with me here for a few moments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, there's already pressure. I'm showing you right now, there's already pressure. You see, when I first said that, nobody ran up here. I'm not rebuking anybody. I love everyone. But there, there's, uh, yeah, you mean like right now? Like, do I got to go? Yeah, like right now? <laughs> is, is there, is anybody else with me? Is, am I going to be the go one going? There's pressure. But it requires, you know what? Ah, just do this. Come on. Let's press him. Let's touch him. Somewhere along the line, you've got to say, you know what? I'm going to have a determination of my spirit. I'm going to make it to heaven. I made up in my mind a long time ago. No matter. You may start out faster than me. You may be better talented, better equipped. But one thing, brother Josh. I'm going to finish. Brother Paul, I'm going to finish. I, I, I may make mistakes along the way, but I am going to cross that finish line. I'm going to, it's going to require me pressing it's going to require me pressing when things come against me when employment comes against you when relationships come against you when finances come against you and transportation comes against you you press and you say So now i'm going to get there i'm going to worship him i'm going to let him keep the rain in my life i want us to lift our hands in this place right now and i want us to talk with the lord God, I want your will to be done right now in this place. God. God, we're praying right now, Lord.